This is the Authentic Sex Podcast. Real life conversations about sex, pleasure and relationships. I'm your host, Juliet Allen. Welcome to the Authentic Sex Podcast. My name is Juliet. I'm a sexologist, sex and relationship coach and a Tantra practitioner. And today I'm doing a Q&A with you. I do Q&As every now and then on the podcast because I get lots of people asking me questions. And um, so I just put them on this never ending list and then every now and then answer a few of them for you. So um, I'm going to just launch straight into the questions today so that I can pack in as much as possible. The first one has come in a fair bit and the question in a nutshell is what's the best contraceptive to use and that's to prevent pregnancy. So I am in no way a medical expert. I am in no way trained to give advice on contraception. So Um, I recommend firstly that you go and talk to somebody who is, whether that's your sexual health clinic, I find people there are really knowledgeable and great, um, or your doctor. So what I'm going to do when I answer this is just talk from more a personal point of view, which is there's different ways that you can um, protect yourself. I guess let's let's encompass STIs and um, for pregnancy. The first way which most people know is condoms. Condoms are really easy to use and they protect you from um, a lot of S- well STIs and they protect you from unwanted, um, unplanned pregnancy. Now, they're not 100% effective, so you can't guarantee that you're not going to get pregnant and not going to get an STI by using them. However, they have a really high percentage rate for effectiveness. Um, You can get all different types of condoms, different sizes, um, different types. I recommend trying a few ones. Make sure you get one that actually fits the penis that you are engaging with or the penis that you own. Um, being a man, of course, you own your penis and you need to find the right condoms that fit. So um, that's a contraception that I understand not everybody loves. In fact, lots of people complain about condoms, complain that they don't, doesn't feel as good, etc. However, I do believe it's a great invention and um, have regularly used condoms throughout my life um, and haven't found them too disruptive to sex. Um, the other thing would be the pill. Um, look, I don't think the pill is great. I personally, um, have been on it when I was a lot younger and it fucked up my periods and I didn't bleed for a whole year after I stopped taking the pill. And I believe that the pill is really shit for us as women. This is my own personal opinion, remember. Um, but I think it fucks up our um, system. It tricks our body and it can fuck up our hormones. And in the end, if we do want to have children, it can um, really fuck with our cycle and lead to all sorts of problems. That is my personal opinion. 
Um, however, I do think it has a place um, in particular for really young girls who are sexually active and who are taking a lot of risks sexually and in all areas of their life, um, then I do think it can be great because it can prevent unplanned pregnancies. But yeah, um, they're, they're, look, there's so many different ways to protect yourself. You can do the pull-out method, which is where you don't use a condom if you're with a partner who um, you know doesn't have any STIs and who you're committed to. Um, if you're having sex without condoms, you can pull out if he's going to ejaculate and not have him ejaculate inside you, and that will decrease the risk of pregnancy. However, it will not... Um, take all the risk out and many 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 women do get pregnant from this method so my advice overall on this question is do what feels right for you respect your body um, listen to what your partner um, is comfortable for them too and then research, research the type of contraception that you want to use. And you may have to try a few things before you find something that suits. But look after yourself, look after your sexual health. If you don't want to get pregnant, then make choices that lead to you not getting pregnant. And yeah, that's my, that's the answer to what is the best contraceptive. Uh, the next question is, Sex and weed. We only ever have sex stoned. Is that bad? Um, what is my, what is your opinion on sex and weed? Great topic. Great question. Um, I'm going to expand and just talk about sex and being under the influence of drugs and alcohol. Um, I am in no way anti-weed. I'm in no way anti-alcohol. I'm in no way anti-drugs. I have a pretty open mind to most things and I'm going to be pretty honest right now and say that I have tried most things um, and enjoyed most things at some stages in my life. So um, I guess... The question, is it bad that you only ever have, have sex when you're stoned? Yeah, look, I don't think stoned sex is bad. Like when you're high and you're enjoying sex, it can be really fun. You can have a different experience altogether. Um, however, if you're doing it all the time and relying on it to open up and experience deeper connection, then I would encourage you to um, stop doing it as much and and ask yourself why you can't have that connection with your partner sober. Because ultimately you want to be enjoying really connected sex sober and then so that the, when you do have sex under the influence of weed, you um, it's like a novelty and it takes you to different places altogether of different ways of connecting. But, I mean, to be relying on it says that you're not able to have a connection sober and I encourage you to explore why there's, you know, that something's holding you back from that. Yeah. Next question is how do I manage a long distance relationship sexually? Um, I'm not the best person to ask that to because I hate long distance relationships and I refuse to ever have one ever again in my life. Um, 
my first relationship was long distance. My first love was um, from somewhere far, far away from Australia and we had a long distance relationship. We both lived in um, each other's countries and then we had a few months where we were living apart. And to be honest, um, it didn't really work great. Like um, we both ended up cheating on each other and um, it, it just, it didn't suit us. But that was back when, um, like that was years ago and there wasn't as much access to like Skype sex and text sex and all that. And that makes me sound old, but like, yeah, we had phones, but it just was so like less accessible to, like, there wasn't FaceTime and all that stuff. So um, I think for people who are in a long distance relationship listening, I think the best way is to communicate regularly um, to find as many ways as possible to link up in the world and spend time together, to have a lot of Skype sex, um, to talk about the challenges that you're experiencing, um, to talk about what's frustrating for you, get everything out in the open. And if it's not working for you, then make a plan on how you can be together in the same country or the same state. Because, um, yeah, in the end, long-distance relationships can get really frustrating. And and um, if you're wanting to have a lot of great sex, then reality is choosing to be in a long-distance relationship may not be the best choice if that's what you want. Next question. How do I support my bisexual partner? Now, this question comes from somebody who's in a heterosexual relationship, so man and woman the man has asked how does he support his bisexual partner who's a female um look it's a pretty broad question um i guess just just fully embrace her sexuality the fact that she's attracted to both genders is beautiful um and it depends what type of relationship you're in whether you're in like an open relationship or, or a monogamous relationship you haven't told me if you're in a monogamous relationship then just support her to talk about her desires and fantasies and it doesn't mean that she has to play them out but maybe you know you can talk about it whilst you're having sex so that she can feel turned on by the idea of being with other women um, perhaps you want to invite a woman into the scenario, have a threesome or um, open the relationship so that she can be with another woman. There's so many different ways of, of this being managed. Um, personally, I, I I don't identify as bisexual. I just identify as sexual. Um, I am definitely um, more attracted to men than women. However, I have experienced um, sex with women and been in a long-term relationship with a woman whom um, I loved very much and and in that relationship um, you know it was a challenge because um, I was in a committed relationship with a woman and yet desiring sex with men as well as her and that that is ultimately why the relationship didn't work um, but she was very supportive of um, of my bisexuality and and really embraced it um, so I think accepting that your partner is bisexual is the first thing and 
not making it a bad thing, but really like encouraging them to embrace that part of themselves and being really open about desires and just having continual communication is really important. Mm. Next question is, how do I give good anal pleasure without penetration from a penis? Well, you can give good anal pleasure and receive great anal pleasure um, in a lot of ways, like digitally with fingers, you know. You can use fingers to penetrate the, the anus. You can use toys. You don't even have to put something in the anus to give or receive pleasure. You can just lick the anus or, or touch the outside of the anus or rub something up against the anus but not necessarily have it in. So um, I encourage you just to experiment with what you enjoy and what you don't enjoy or what your partner enjoys and communicate and have fun and be open to new ways of being penetrated and being experiencing pleasure around the anus because it is a very, very, can be a very pleasurable area of the body and a powerful opening experience if it's done right. And if this is something you want to explore further, I have done a podcast episode all about anal sex. So go and find that and have a listen. Next question is, how do I heal from a past toxic relationship? Um, Look, this is a really big question. My short answer is go get some coaching slash counseling with somebody who you resonate with and trust and work through um letting go of that relationship cutting cords um perhaps you need to have time out from from that person altogether so that you can heal and 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 not um be energetically attached to them in any way and work through the trauma from the relationship and work towards breaking the cycle and not getting back into another relationship that brings up the same shit so Work on yourself, take time out from relationships and, and, and nourish the relationship that you have with yourself because if you can have a great relationship between your own inner masculine and feminine energy, then you are going to have great relationships with others. So coming from a whole space, from a full cup, is far more healthy than coming from a place of emptiness and getting into another relationship. And the last question is, I want to explore Tantra, where do I start? Great question. Um, It can be quite overwhelming when you hear about Tantra and then just think, oh, my God, like how do I find out about it? What teacher do I go to? What workshop is best? There's a lot of stuff out there just like anything in life. Some is shit and some is good. If you have never explored Tantra, I suggest reading. Um, I have an ebook that I wrote called Ecstatic Sex and Deep Intimacy. And with that book comes a workbook and you can purchase it on my website and download it and read it straight away. And it's purposefully written for people who don't know much about Tantra and want to learn the basics around how they can integrate Tantra into their everyday life and their sex life with themselves and with others. I encourage you to begin exploring there. 
Um, You can also do one-on-one coaching with me. I'm just about to start a new 12-week coaching program for women in June 2018. And um, that is... Um, somewhere where you can explore Tantra and learn heaps. So get on my website or email me if you want to know more than about that. Um, you can also do workshops with me. I run workshops each year. The details are on my website and workshops all around the world. There's so much to explore. I just encourage you to shop around and find someone who you really love, who teaches and, and facilitates stuff around Tantra and then become curious and go try it out and and start somewhere. Yeah, I hope you've really enjoyed this episode. I hope that there's been some little, um, there's been like an answer that really resonates with you and something that you've learned. If not, keep exploring other episodes of my podcast. And I really hope that you enjoy them. Um, keep sending me questions. Thank you so much for your support and catch you next time.